Welcome to the To Be Honest podcast. Today, we are speaking with Katerina Salzman, an artist residing in San Francisco. Katerina and I originally connected through the To Be Honest art contest, and I wanted to bring her on the podcast to share her passion for art and her experience with mental health. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, Before we start, I want to ask every guest, to be honest, how are you doing today? To be honest, I'm doing pretty good today, you know, not too bored, keeping myself occupied during these times. So, you know, not too bad today. Yeah. How have you been coping with COVID and the lockdowns and shelter in place orders? Um, You know, you have to pull a lot of tricks out of your sleeve at this point, I think. So, mm-hmm. you know, you hit that wall and I think I did a little bit ago, but, you know, I got a puzzle the other day. So, nice. you know, just finding those little things like yeah. really helps. You <laughs> know, I just downloaded an app on my phone for crossword puzzles. I was like, I feel like I'm turning 90 years old, but, you know, it's I'm whatever it. helps pass the time. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so to get started, would you mind sharing a bit about your experience with mental health? Yeah, um, I'd say I'd have pretty much a colorful experience with mental health so far. Uh, My background with it, um, you know, it kind of started with depression, which I think might be, you know, pretty common. And then over some years and just undiagnosis, not really like knowing what to do with it, it developed into other things like eating disorders or just general anxiety, things like that. So um, can you talk a bit about when you first started experiencing symptoms of depression and what that kind of looked like for you? Uh, Yeah, it was really confusing. I remember being pretty young, like experiencing some of my first symptoms where I would just like cry kind of for no reason, or I would have anxiety attacks that I didn't know were anxiety attacks. And all of a sudden I just like couldn't breathe for a few minutes, which was scary. But I think when I finally started like noticing and realizing what symptoms were, were just like general lethargy, like not being able to get up, like not wanting to practice self-hygiene, like some big things like that. Yeah, like that's pretty common, but it's also nice to hear your experience with it because I know it's different for everyone. So um, at what age did you first experience those symptoms? Um, I want to say as young as like seven, I really remember like, okay, maybe like my mindset is a little different sometimes. Um, and then I, I could say I probably had like pretty bad depression. Like when I was 16, it definitely like was there. Yeah. Yeah. And when you did realize that, did you feel like you could talk to anyone about it? Um, I have a twin sister and I have a very close knit family. So like, you know, you always kind of like confide, you're living like day to day with your twin sister. So she's always like there. Um, I didn't like in the very beginning, like share everything just because there was a lot of like, I really just don't know what this is. This is really confusing. I like, I just kept it to myself because I didn't know what to do with it. And then eventually she became like the person I went to, but that was later on. Did you receive a diagnosis officially? Did you go to the doctor? What was their process for treating your depression? Um, 
the depression like went undiagnosed. My family like was just like, okay, you know, she's doing these things. And I kind of came out of it at some point when I took on like a lot of exercise. And then it was when all that developed into an eating disorder. It was just like, so that's the kind of thing that's so in your face. It's like, okay, there's definitely something going on here. So now we have to diagnose it. And then I got eat diagnosed with an eating disorder first before depression. Depression was like the last thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about eating disorders on the To Be Honest podcast. So I don't know if you can give a background on kind of your experience. I just also want to put out a trigger warning if um, anything does come up and people are Absolutely. Yeah. That's super helpful. If, if anyone is bothered by you know, eating disorders or talk about that, please, like trigger warning for sure. Um, my personal experience with it is um, very progressive. So it started out with maybe a healthy habit, got into exercise nervosa. Um, just over the years, I think having that initial hard time, like struggling with socializing sparked that, okay, something about my body is a way to control these interactions. Um, and so that mentality just progresses and progresses when you don't have like any intervention and it just like goes on and on. So I think like you develop from exercise and then it goes into, okay, I have more control over my diet. That's not so physically exhausting. So you kind of target that and, um, it really turns into like a lifestyle. Once you hit that like eating stuff, you know, you really, you develop your rules, you develop um, a lifestyle around it that's very isolating. So there was like times where like for two years, I didn't really like leave my apartment because I was just so focused on the routine that I had. And it was like, there was no room for anything else. And I, I know that there's a lot of people out there with this experience that know that. And um, I'm, I'm really happy here for anyone that's okay with hearing it to share this. And I know you guys are out there too. So my heart's out to you and all that, but um, it's, you know, and then it develops into bulimia. And I think, I think my progression was it with it was just that it was so exhausting. The first things I chose that I just eventually was just like, okay, I can't diet anymore. I'm going to go to bulimia where I can eat. And then purge and you just find all these cycles where you're just still trying to do it but uh you know you find recovery or like at least I did and I hope everyone will at some point but was your recovery process did you did you feel comfortable going to a professional or what was that like for you um in the beginning it was like I wanted the psychological treatment, but I didn't want anyone to touch my lifestyle and my rules. There was definitely like, oh, okay, I'll talk to somebody, but I'm, I don't want you to mess up what I'm doing right now. So that was the way it was in the beginning um, for a long time. So therapy didn't stick the first few times. I got into a few programs and they didn't stick the first times either. I know there's probably a lot of people that relate to that as well. So don't give up. Keep going. It works. Um, and so, you know, and then you just find that good therapist. There's like, if you just stick with it long enough, you find the people that you walk out of every session and you're like, I accomplished something. 
So just stick with it. It's hard in the beginning, but it's always hard in the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thank you for sharing your experience. Um, I also want to touch on, I don't know if this is your experience, but maybe it's because of like the things I follow on Instagram, but there, I felt like for a while there was this trend on social media where it was just like clean eating and like people... I don't know. People made it seem like a certain way or a certain lifestyle of like eating and exercising was like the way to be. And that was like the healthy way to be. And I don't, I don't know about you, but it definitely like impacted how I looked at health and fitness. And, um, I think it, I think now we're kind of seeing a different side of like social media and specifically Instagram when you're seeing pictures of people and like, you're kind of, you want to be like in the same physical shape as them, or you want to look like them. Um, I think it definitely has an impact. So I'm curious your take on social media and like the impact of, especially on younger people today and what they see. Yeah, it's a really like concerning issue. And it's funny you bring that up. I'm actually a nutrition coach and personal trainer. And so it's so like important the way people, um, you know, are influenced by social media in that regard because it can... um, it can seem that way where it's like, just do these things and you'll have, you know, the perfect lifestyle where it's like, I think maybe, I think there's two sides to it where people are trying to go after this, like, I want to promote health and fitness and this clean eating. It's the trend right now. And I'm going to be all about it and post this stuff because I really want to push it. And I think the way people receive that especially through functions like Instagram where they're getting it in such a bam, 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 short, concise thing can like make it just that simple message. That's a little too simple where it doesn't tell them like, Hey, there's, you know, it doesn't happen magically or it doesn't happen with just these things or everyone's different. Everyone's totally different in the way they need nutrition. Um, So they definitely missed that. And so some of the things I see on Instagram, I'm like, it needs more explanation. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for touching on that. I was just curious if you had a similar experience to me as just like seeing all these images that it's, yeah, when it's constantly in your face, it feels like the norm or what you should be doing. So it's mm-hmm. um, even as a personal trainer, like I'm like, oh my God, I got to, I got to do these things. I got to yeah. keep up. And, yeah. yeah. It's always changing, but I feel like it's nice to see a lot of body positivity on social media these days. And um, yeah. And now I'm curious, did you get into uh, the health and nutrition fields because of your experience with your eating disorder or was that completely separate? Um, That started around the same time. I would say my eating disorder went from exercise into like, that's where I got into exercise and nutrition was when I started trying to be healthy. And then I almost like just kind of overshot it. And I like went extreme, Uh, but it never went away. And so I would say like my career with health and fitness kind of like progressed with my eating disorder. It was really interesting. So I kind of back full circle now with like all the perspective and experience I had with my eating disorder and I work towards like just super balanced, super functional, anything that's really like sustainable health 
just because of my experience now. So that's really great. Yeah, I, I think that's really important to touch on is the sustainability part of it because I think a lot of people look at especially I don't want well I'm not a professional so I shouldn't speak on eating disorders specifically but I feel like a lot of people look to dieting in particular as a way to live but it's it's not sustainable so you have to look at your lifestyle as a whole and yeah anyway you're the professional (laughs) but you are on point with that totally it's a big picture that we should be looking at yeah definitely um so let's talk about uh, your um, passion for artwork and doing art because you sent me a really awesome piece of art. Um, I was hoping you could t- kind of touch on your passion for art and where that came from and how that's kind of woven into your um, recovery. Absolutely. Um, art's just kind of like always been with me. Um, and I find it funny that some of the times I'm most inspired with is when I am most emotional Um, maybe that's a very common thing. I'm sure, you know, like you're feeling a lot. So you're like thinking of a lot of things. Um, And so it's a wonderful tool that I just have such a passion for because I feel like it makes you learn more about your own brain. You get to visualize things. And uh, just in regards to my depression, my eating disorder, it is like something I'm always like, thinking of artistically as well. And I don't know if it's because I really want to make a picture of it or if it's more like I'm just trying to like explain it better to myself with a picture. Um, So in regards to that painting, that big boa constrictor that's going around, I feel like when I'm depressed, it's often this like huge weight. It's very suffocating. I feel debilitated. And, you know, it's just kind of like this huge mass, this thing that constricts you and kind of like takes the life from you in a way. And so that's like an example of how I really just try to take some of what I'm feeling and just disperse it on to a canvas and almost let it go in a way. I guess it's like cathartic. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a form of expression. And uh, yeah, I think that's really beautiful of just being able to, yeah, use your emotions to produce something so wonderful that's uh, I think a lot of people could relate to so we'll definitely share that that painting on our social media so people can see it once this episode is released awesome Um, I did want to ask since you did experience um, symptoms of depression um, at such a young age is there anything that you would tell your younger self now now that you're kind of on the other side of things um, what would you tell your younger self if you were experiencing those symptoms again to just appreciate what you have in front of you more. I would say to be maybe a little bit more present Mm -hmm. and just, I guess, present in order to take in more and just enjoy what you have at that moment and not worry about the future so much or not worry about what you don't have control over. And I think that's pretty common, but I think if you can do that, you're going to just focus more in the moment and just enjoy it more. So, yeah, definitely. I think that's so relatable to anyone, regardless of if you have a mental health condition or not, just because a lot of times we forget to live in the present. So I think that's a good message in general. What do you do to maintain your mental wellness on a regular basis? There's two things I really try to 
do in one day. And I think it's important. One of them is so hard for me to do. It's such a challenge. Um, and I will say anyone that has an eating disorder, if you can nail this down, it is so awesome. And I know it's the biggest challenge because your mind can race, but it's just being able to sit in silence and again, just appreciate that moment. Just take the time to practice to be present because, and especially with any kind of uh, anxiety or OCD or anything, our minds can just like race. We have the hardest time just being mentally still. Um, so if you can practice that and it's hard, I, I, I have to practice it because it's hard. Uh, uh, and then the other thing I do is, um, I just try to go outside and that helps me gain perspective. If I can just like look at something bigger than myself and just kind of get that perspective for the day, I think that that sets me off on the right pace. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Really great advice. I think, yeah, for me too, I think getting outside and even if it's just like a walk around the block, that can be helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially just fresh air. And like you said, like gaining perspective, like even going for a hike always makes me feel like so small in this large world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've reconnected. I've done it. <laughs> so many healthier already. Yeah. <laughs> makes your mind and body healthier. Is there um, anything that you're looking forward to in the future, whether it's professionally or personally? Um, I am looking forward to... COVID being done, obviously. Um, also, just lately, I've been really interested in some of the other artwork that's going to come out because of COVID. I'm super curious to see what other artists have been doing this time, how this time has inspired them. Um, this has kind of been on the brain, so I'm kind of excited to see what the rest of the world has been doing. If you could give advice, and I ask for advice to your younger self, but is there any advice that you would give to youth right now who are either experiencing um, depression, anxiety, or an eating disorder and don't know what to do? Get that perspective. There's always, and like being an artist, perspective is everything. But I guarantee you, absolutely guarantee you, there's a different way to look at what's going on in your life right now. You can get so zoned in and sucked up in a way of seeing, in a way of thinking. And if you can at all separate yourself and go outside and just get a different perspective for a moment, it, it can help. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, is there anything else you want to chat about um, before we let you go? Um, I can't think of anything. Thank you so much for letting me share my experience. Of course. Yeah. And where can people go to learn more about you and the work you're doing and maybe even some of your artwork? Um, I post everything I do on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at independence. Uh, the last D it's uh, D E N C, but the E is a four. So it's D four N C. Well, thank you again. And hopefully we can chat again soon. It was really nice to meet you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hope you have a great one. You too. Bye. Bye. 
The To Be Honest campaign was created by Momentum for Health and is sponsored by District 4 Inventory Funds, thanks to Supervisor Susan Ellenberg and Republic Urban Properties. This episode was hosted and edited by me, Avery Cruz, as well as edited by Peyton Delahaye. Music for the episode was made by Julia Steele. Thank you so much for tuning in as we continue to share stories of youth and young adults throughout the Bay Area who have personal experience with behavioral health issues. If you have a personal story or experience you'd like to share on the podcast, please email us at tbh.today at gmail.com. To learn more about the To Be Honest campaign and the podcast, we encourage you to visit our website, www.tobehonest.today, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at tobehonest.today. All this information is also in the show notes, so we look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye.